1: Welcome in After Buzzers to the After Buzz TV After Show for Homeland Season 5, Episode 5 entitled Better Call Saul. I am your lead host, Frank Majorana, and it's boys night here. That's right. I'm joined <laughs> by Julian Dujeric. Hi. We are missing Stephanie Garrett this week. We miss you, Steph. Steph, we miss you so much. Um, it's it's kind of uh, sad to not have her here, but we've got Boys Night. So That's right. Where can the people find you on social media?
2: The people can find me everywhere across the board on all social platforms, at Julian Dujeric.
1: All right. And you guys can find me on Twitter, at Let's Go Frank M. The title of this episode is called Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. A Breaking Bad reference, of course. Um, to the TV show that's out there right now on AMC, and then was the original name of the commercial that Saul used to put out there. It's kind of funny because we see Allison Carr breaking bad throughout this episode, and uh, we're going to get into it in just a minute, but as always, we like to start our show off with our social media shoutouts, and I start off with Twitter every time. We have some good feedback again this week. You guys can always send in your comments. Just use Twitter with the hashtag ABTVHomeland, and we go go through your comments every week. We pick out the ones that we think really add to the show and uh, become discussion topics for us. So I want to give a shout out here to Nikki and Taylor. Um, she's at Nikki underscore. I'm sorry, Nikki and Tyler. Um, she's at underscore Nikki at Nikki underscore Tyler. I okay, finally got that right. <laughs> you got that it? Took the, yeah, okay. We're good. Like three <laughs> takes. Okay. Uh, so she said, love watching you from Germany. Uh, so we have nice. someone watching us from Germany. so cool that we have that kind of reach. I know. That's so cool. Um, at the same time, she does give us a little point okay. here. She said, last episode, you missed a point. Allison was talking Russian when Carrie called her. Um, okay. I think I said it was German. Uh, yeah. When Carrie had called her, uh, which is... Um, Nikki is right because, and as we learn in this episode, the Russians are heavily involved That's in this right. whole, um, plot that's unfolding around Carrie and Quinn. Uh, so a great point from you, Nikki, and uh, sometimes things like that slip by, so thank you for keeping us on our toes, and <laughs> um, we'll try and be better and better every week. So, Julian, I know that there was someone uh, on YouTube, a few people on YouTube. Yeah, we there were to talk about.
2: many, many people on YouTube that were commenting. Thank you so much for commenting every single week. I'm just going to look over here. Uh, we definitely appreciate your feedback, both positive and negative. We want your opinions, <laughs> whatever you want um, to say. Please, a comment in the comment section below if you're watching us right now on YouTube. Uh, one comment that I thought was really was really funny and really interesting. Uh, JoJo, One Tone Productions on YouTube says, you guys never mentioned when Allison handed General Yusuf the pack of cigarettes. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. How do we know that it was the cigarettes she gave him, alluding to I guess, the cigarettes being a detonator for, for the plane. Uh, as General Yusuf put it straight into his pocket, then when the plane does blow up, Allison's reaction is not one of shock, more of expectancy. Great show, guys. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny. That's like, great. Very <laughs> prescient yeah. that they're Very thinking specific. of that. Yeah, <laughs> they're thinking of that. Now, we
1: learned during the episode here that the bomb was designed to go off at 20,000 feet. So um, it, it went off early. And luckily, they were able to recover the plane. Right, uh, But very prescient of... Who did you say it was? Uh,
2: that, Tony JoJo, T- One
1: Tone Productions. JoJo. Okay, so yeah. great prediction. Yeah. And a thought ahead. I mean, a lot of you guys are really smart out there that right. you can pick out these these ideas uh, just from from little clues that we can get that's what I love about you know our fans and our viewers is that nothing escapes them
2: yeah and spe- uh, th- speaking of which uh, another commenter did, was pretty spot on uh, MC0325 uh, Quinn he says he or she says uh, Quinn's assassin isn't German he was Russian when Allison answered the phone when Carrie called her greeting was da which means yes in Russian so a couple right. of people have been have picked that up and uh, they're of course, right. Yeah, yeah
1: they of course <laughs> Which right. Which
2: we we of course saw in this episode. So thank you again yeah. for for commenting and and please continue because we love reading them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right.
1: So let's get into our episode yes. breakdown. This episode could alternatively been called for me the ballad of Allison Carr. <laughs> yeah. She is just this. We find out a double agent for Russia, um, someone who is playing everybody mm-hmm. and is truly devious. Yeah. I mean what did you think about her as as we learned more and more?
2: How- I I mean I was I wasn't surprised. I was just I was just appalled. Yeah. Oh man, it was yeah. just so appalling how she could just maneuver through those just abhorrent behaviors. Uh, yep. it, it, without thinking about it it was just just so just oh man it was I was I was disgusted yeah you don't really use that term in to describe plot lines of TV shows, but this has just got me like, oh, I hate you <laughs> I <know.
1: laughs> well, and the way they shot it too yeah. gave us a couple clues. there were pictures of her when she drops off Saul at his hotel right and they linger on the rear view mirror yeah remember that shot she's looking in the rear view mirror and it, she, her eyes are sort of this this devious-looking saboteur type of Mm -hmm. look on her. And you could just see so much behind those eyes, uh, a a plan being unleashed um, by her. Now, my main question is, was she recruited by Russian intelligence once she got to a position of power in the CIA, or has she been a double agent all along? It reminds me of a a story in the news in which The Americans, a show on FX, is based off Mm -hmm. of. Um, that Russians would send um, their spies to America, and they would only speak English and yeah. incorporate themselves into you know suburbia and become you know part of be American citizens. It's a good but show, by the way. At the same time, they are you know they are Russian spies. Yeah. So that's my main question about her
2: uh, going forward is yeah. You know, I, I didn't even think of that. I yeah. I, I would th- I would hope, or I don't I, I don't know actually. I, I'm I could see both. But I I don't know much about Allison's backstory yeah. within the CIA right. to be able to make that uh, that conclusion. But I I'm interested to know because yeah. that's that's something how if that's the case like what there's so many ramifications that come as a result of that. What yeah you know, yeah you're right. At what point did she infiltrate the CIA? Was this something that was calculated all along? Mm-hmm. You know if she was a CIA agent first, if she right. was American you know pro America first. Right at what point does she change? Does she, does she turn? You know, I, there's so, so many questions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite scenes during the episode was the scene between Yvonne and her, uh, when they're right. both singing in their cars. Um, and he's, they're two spies and she asks him to stay for a bit longer. Clearly the stress of all of this plotting and planning and execution is, is really getting to her at this point. And yet, I feel nothing for her. I don't feel bad for her at all. No. I'm glad she's tired. I'm glad things are going poorly for her. And ultimately, I can't wait to see her get her comeuppance.
2: Yeah. Just because I don't know, I don't, I don't see my, um, I don't, there's no, there are no redeeming qualities to Allison. Like <laughs> right? none, not at all. Yeah. And f- for me, I, 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 my biggest question is what, why, what, where does she, Find the the gumption the the the, the intestinal fortitude to be yeah. able to do what she does with with such an apathetic sort of stoic mm-hmm. disposition. Mm-hmm. Um, what is her mo? Why is she doing it? I guess that you can ask that of anybody who commits you know this is evil, but Allison specifically is just so embedded. Like, yeah. how do you? What is it that what takes what what does it take for you to have? I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm so, like, flustered by this woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, and you know what's interesting about revealing yeah. to us as the audience that she is behind this plan? It's something that Homeland hasn't done before where we know who is behind the plot. We know who is the ultimate villain of this season. Mm-hmm. It's Allison and, and Russian intelligence working together to bring, obviously, to kill Carrie and Quinn and to do who knows what else uh, in that car scene between Yvonne and Allison. Mm-hmm. Uh, He says, hold on just a few days more. You're almost there. So there's an end goal in mind, which we don't know yet. Um, But it's going to be fun for us as viewers to know what's going on and then see our heroes, Carrie, Quinn, Saul, come together and figure it out. Yeah. Um, because that's where I think the show is going. They are going to eventually figure out what is going on here yeah. uh, between them. So, how long is it going to take? We've got eight, you know, seven episodes left in this season. Um, so, we already know who the bad guys are, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, and I, I'm wondering why? Why does Russia want to? Keep, wh- why do they want to support this uh, this dictatorship? Right? Because yeah. obviously they yeah. don't. They they eliminated the the replacement. So there's no way to. Change that regime. Well, Syria and so, Russia
1: are allies in right. real life. Now, again, we want to caution you guys. We're talking about you know the political life of this show. Um, anything that we're talking about about countries and foreign policy is is specific to this show. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think either one of us are commenting right. on the real world <laughs> politics, you know, of our real world situation. But go ahead.
2: But it just seems as though they have so much to lose. Russia. Yeah. Why would they aid a country that? Is not in their best interest, in my opinion. Uh, like that relationship, uh, fostering yeah. that relationship is not in their best interest. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. Maybe it's a, an enemy. Enemy of my enemy is uh, my friend. You know, Maybe. they're both um, enemies of America. Yeah. And, um. There, there's probably some oil interest too there. Oh. <coughs> Excuse oh, right. me. Uh, Between Syria and Russia as well.
2: Yeah, that would. I mean, that would make sense. Um, it would make a lot of sense. I just don't. I just, you, from, it just doesn't. It, what doesn't make sense is how they can be so overt about it and so obvious about yeah. it, and their their complete disdain for the United States. Yeah. Is, that's true. Like you, it's the US. I right? know <laughs> yeah, Come on. We're <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, so that's um that's the big big plot. Reveal Mm -hmm. of this episode was Allison's true intent. And you see her cold calculation in executing the the things that Yvonne gave to her, you know, give Saul the passenger manifest so that we see an alias pops up that Etai Luskin uses, um, for traveling. And we find out that he was in Switzerland. He was in the area and uh, overseeing, potentially planting a seed of doubt in Saul's mind that Etai was behind it all. Um, that, to me, was expertly executed by the Russian side uh, using Allison. Because, you know, Ivan seems to really know the character of Saul and mm-hmm. Dardal
2: mm-hmm.
1: really well and can successfully predict what they're going to do.
2: Well, they've had a relationship uh, for years, yeah. and so they, they have grown close. They've shared secrets together. They're, You're talking like, Saul and Dardal, right? So, Sar and Dardal. Well, yeah. I'm talking Sar, uh, Saul and, uh, and the ambassador. Oh, Itai. Itai, yeah. yeah. They've had a relationship for a long time, and yeah. so th- th- it's inevitable for them to to kind of pick up on their their patterns and and sort of finish each other's sentences, if you will, or for, right. uh, predict their movements, uh, each other's movements. So that that uh, that seemed like an obvious, uh, not an obvious, but that that makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, one quote that I during that inter- exchange that during that exchange that I thought was just brilliant, uh, and I'm paraphrasing slightly here because I didn't have time to. Remember the quote, but um, it, it, we never murdered. Well, let me give you a little bit of a, a of a breakdown. So Saul is accusing the ambassador without necessarily accusing him <laughs> of being involved with this uh, plane exploding. Right, and obviously they're very two. They're two very smart men, mm-hmm. and uh, the ambassador knows that this this is not going to fly. Like you, I know exactly what you're doing, and I know. That I'm going to say something to you that let you know that this isn't right. right. So what he says, the ambassador says, is we never murdered the general you never met to overtake to the coup you never planned. Right. Which I thought was brilliant in in its pointed nature in that, you know, he was defending himself. But at the same time, I kind of saw that as a threat. Right. Like, Don't think that you have all the cards here. You are not even supposed to do... This was never even supposed to happen. You were never supposed to plan this coup, because I know you were planning it. Right. Even though you told me you weren't. Uh, So don't think that I don't have some cards myself, and I'm not willing to use them. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I thought it was a
1: really well-written scene between the two. And then the thing about the show is that there's never a throwaway line. There's never never a piece of information or a wasted frame in this show. So when Itai talked about having met, tried to meet with a informant, and he said that well, it it didn't matter. He never showed up. Mm -hmm. I think there's something more to that. Yeah, than just what he said. Yeah, who's the informant? (laughs) What was he doing there? Um, I don't think it's you know I I like Itai. I I believe he's a good character, and I think he's got you know something good. Uh, planned ultimately for for the safety of his nation and for world peace, um, but there's something else to that. And but yeah. we see the success of the plan that the Russians have with Allison to create real tension between the two. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he Ty says, "Why don't you grow?" you know, yeah. breast and go F yourself. Yeah. Um, straight to soul. Yeah,
2: right. Like, I couldn't
1: believe that. I guess
2: at that point, there's no, there's no reason to sort of pacify your approach or your delivery, right. the, 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 the delivery <laughs> of your message. You, you're going to take it or you're going to leave it because if we're, we're getting very honest and very, very, uh, Uh, I can't think of the word but we're just getting very honest with each other at this point and so no need to mince words (laughs) and and Itai certainly didn't yeah Itai certainly
1: didn't at all and um, this rest of the season I think is going to I think is going to play a much bigger role Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see him and Saul interact and maybe come to a mutual understanding oh go ahead
2: I want I was going to say the opposite. I thought there might really? be there might be growing tensions between uh, okay. Saul and Itai because of this whole distrust.
1: See, I don't think it goes that well. We'll have to see because yeah. if Allison continues to sleep with Saul, she's really entangled herself yeah. expertly, and she can say little things. You know, like you said a couple of weeks ago, pillow talk. Right. You know, what's said in pillow talk. You know, plant little seeds of doubt and little dissension and kind of do a little Lady Macbeth. Mm-hmm. I would think, and in um, turn Saul against Eti um ultimately but I think they go back so far. I mean, Saul went over to Etai's house for a Seder. Right. Um, I think there's a real relationship there that no matter you know if something little, a bump in the road comes along, I don't think ultimately it'll destroy their
2: relationship. You said that about Saul and Carrie, and look look what's happening. That's true. And now they reunite.
1: Speaking of that, it's a perfect transition. They reunite (laughs) at the end of the episode. Yeah, so what did you think when you saw them uh, get together for the first time?
2: I knew at some point Carrie would have to speak to Saul. Right. Because this whole proxy communication that's happening between Saul and 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 Carrie just wasn't—it's not feasible anymore. Right. Because the stakes are so high and there's so much on the line at this point right. for for all parties involved. It. it, it I knew it was going to happen. I I thought actually it would have happened last episode, but obviously it happened this episode. I I just I knew it would, and it has yeah. to. It's necessary. They have to. They have to talk.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see them team up yeah. and get together. Um. Now. We're going to see if they can repair their relationship in enough time to figure this thing out together. Because, right. you know, it, it, just in the beginning of their cab ride, you know, Kerry goes, What's so your year runner now? He goes, Well, ever since Mira filed for divorce, yeah. which. Is kind of a slap at Carrie to say, well, yeah, you haven't been around. You don't know what's going on in my life anymore. So don't come in here and pretend like you can tell me, you know, what's going on. So I think there's going to be some real tension there, but yeah. ultimately, they, again, they go back really far and deep. And so I'm looking forward to seeing them unravel this web of intricately woven cons- uh, um, plans made by Allison. Right. The question is, how quickly do they figure it out? And then once they do, do they pretend like they don't know to see what Allison is going to do with the with the Russians uh, and and seeing who it is that she's actually
2: working? For. I think that would be smart. Uh, just and I'll get back to that. I just want to point out, sure. um, give Homeland some love because they assume the intelligence of their viewers. Yeah. You just mentioned when Saul said that Mira filed for divorce. Mm-hmm. You know that we that. Insinuated that, obviously, you know, he's saying, you haven't been around, so why do you care all of a sudden? And I love that the way the show is written, uh, it just assumes that we can fill in the blanks. So thank you, Homeland Writers, for that. This is why we love the show. This (laughs) is why
1: we do this after show, because it's so fun. But also, it hadn't been clearly expressed yet throughout the season. And I think we had talked about that on this show. Is is Saul cheating on Mira? Mm -hmm. No, obviously he's not. Now we know that answer. Because really... That line when he when Carrie says so you run now he could have said anything in the world he could have said yeah I run now or yeah. yeah ever since a month ago or you know ever since I got stationed out here but instead he chooses that point of information to throw at Carrie
2: which is is kind of twofold it's first and foremost it's it's to tell and to let her know you haven't been a good friend right <laughs> and secondly um, to. Cl- This is my kind of conspiracy brain. Uh, I feel like the writers are kind of cluing us in to sort of where emotionally Saul is in his life, specifically with regards to his career. Uh, He had Mira to come home to. Right. And now he doesn't. And so what else can he do but get further entrenched and further involved, which means sometimes you got to run. Yeah. So I thought that was... Th- that' a, was what the message there
1: that's a great point that mm. you just made and it also uh made a bulb go off in my mind a bell go off in my mind about the emotional state of saul when they when Allison and saul r- drove up to the hotel and saul looks over to Allison and kind of woundedly says we're not going back to your place you know did that strike you odd at all it, it certainly for me I was like oh you've it kind of feels like bad that he's not sleeping with her tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, chop that up to like being a man. Um, yeah. Well, it was such I, a like wounded
1: dog kind of way to ask. But it's I don't a, know.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty pretty vulnerable way in which he. It, 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 it was indicative of of sort of a vulnerability. But yeah, I mean, he's he's in there. I mean, yeah. he's he's sleeping with this woman and probably divulging secrets. I mean, how else could she possibly master? Well, she didn't mastermind it, but how else could she possibly? Put the pawns in place that she has You're up right. until this point. Um, I I did think it was further in, in indication of where Saul is. Uh, I feel I feel for Saul. Yeah. I think you know his intentions are good. He's really trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. Um, he's he's just he has no idea where he is. He really doesn't. Where in, in what do you mean where with he regards is? to the master plan? You know he <clears throat> mm-hmm. he obviously in the coming episodes, I hope in the coming episodes, uh, Quinn, the trio, the the, uh, Quinn, Saul, and Our hero trio. Yeah, our hero trio. Figure it out, but right now it's just so disheartening. So, uh, my heart sinks every time Saul sort of tries to kind of contemplate what is happening, because he really has no idea the scope of, yeah. of evil that is that he's in the midst of yeah. and it it just, oh man, I feel so badly for him
1: <laughs> that's so great, that's yeah. such a great point that you just made, well look, let's take a quick time out to remind everyone that you can find us on iTunes you can find us on YouTube, please um, like us on YouTube and submit a review in on iTunes as well, subscribe to us there um, so that you can listen to us every week and did you download Stitcher? We talked about no, Stitcher last no, week, you didn't do, I didn't it? do
2: it? Oh my. Oh, my gosh. I feel like okay. it's another thing to do. I'm like, I, uh, Just very quickly about social media. I just feel like th- there's oh, every year there's something that I have to be on just yeah. to kind of be sort of omnipresent. Because <laughs> that's the name of the game if you're us hosts. Right. Um, and it's just like another thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe as I get older, it's like more. I just got on Snapchat. Oh, okay. And I actually love Snapchat. Snapchat, it, I love it. But it took me a while to get on it. It's like it's another thing. I went on Vine for two weeks, didn't like it. Agreed. It's it's just way too much. I'm on neither one of those. I I feel like I'm like 95 years old. No more social media.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we appreciate you commenting on our social media um, all across all our platforms, even on Instagram. Um, I know Stephanie had a couple of good comments on her Instagram, so just use the hashtag ABTVHomeland. We search for it before we start every show here every Sunday night, and we pick out your comments from there. So let's get back into the show, and uh, you were speaking about Quinn a minute ago. Yeah, man, he's in bad shape. Yeah, uh, he's on his cot, and his wound is getting more and more infected. Uh, it's getting worse, and ultimately, I do want to talk about Jonas in a minute, but I I just want to focus on Quinn right now. Quinn's in a really bad spot, and it got it gets so bad for him that he rips his medical equipment off, okay. leaves the safe house. And goes and tries to zip tie a boulder to him so he can drown himself. I know. That that ripped at me. Yeah. Because he doesn't, oh gosh, I don't want him to give up. I don't want him to have that mindset where mm-hmm. he thinks he's just too far gone where it's not going to work out for him.
2: Yeah. And that... I,
1: I know one of our viewers said not to talk about the scenes from next week, so we won't spoil for it If you if you didn't watch to the end and saw the scenes from next week. But I never would want Quinn to feel that way. Um, and to to see him trying to kill himself was was heartbreaking for me.
2: Yeah, because we don't see him as this person who ever gives up. Right, he is the male Carrie right. for ma- in many ways, he, and so yeah. even in and this is ju- just to kind of compare the two a little bit. Even when Carrie was in the depths of her psychosis, right. she still did not give up. And so for me to see, uh for me to see him in, in in that state of mind was really was it, it just hurt my heart cuz yeah. i would never imagine if out of all the people for him to be that that affected
1: yeah and there seems to be there's, there's got to be more options than just yeah. you know okay he can't go to a hospital cuz if he goes to a hospital someone's going to recognize him or all of those Hospitals are are tuned in and and someone will find out that this is Peter Quinn and he's still alive and he's not dead anymore and he needs to keep his cover. But um, for him to just jump to the end point where, okay, well, there's no medical way for me to get out of this and I'm not going to be able to be helped and I need to kill myself was really disheartening. Kind of like you were saying, because like you're saying, he's a mirror for Carrie. There are these don't give up type of people. Um, And alternatively, they both played that role for each other in the past. And now, even though Kerry is trying and saying, nope, you can't give up, we're not going to... And Carrie ultimately tells Jonas to call an ambulance to save him, you know, just whatever. We'll just deal with the aftermath. Um, But luckily, we see a good Samaritan come along. And, and I know you had a question about him after you uh, after you saw him.
2: Well, my question actually was about, and I, I my question came after we saw the scenes from next uh, okay. week. So I don't want to uh, ask we the question. We, <laughs> yeah. we got
1: we have we want to respect our viewers who yeah. don't watch uh, to get previews for the next episode.
2: Well, I will say when I first saw him come onto the screen, I was like, "Who is this guy?" Right. But within the context of this episode, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that he's there to sort of seemingly help, oh, yeah, help Quinn out because this. Quinn's in bad shape. Really, bad. we even see the, the what. What really bothered me, or what really made me sad, was Quinn's struggle to open up the lid, the the garbage lid. I, I'm assuming that's what that was,
1: I, yeah, or what, I really that container, tell. Yeah. some some
2: container of some of some kind. Yeah. T- to I would assume go put himself in there and then close the lid and just die. I just
1: remember actually from my I, my first job I ever had was at a Red Robin mm-hmm. restaurant, and they had a dumpster out back that looked like that, but it was filled with acid. So you would throw in um, certain materials that w- couldn't go in the trash. You would, okay. you would throw it in acid and break it all down that way. So what a way it, to go! It could have been one of those type of.
2: I can't imagine experience to so, go from yeah. wanting to drown, which is relatively quick. <laughs> right. not, I won't say painless, uh, but to or from that to. <laughs> Decomposing a
1: Again, I'm just speculating yeah, yeah. as to what that was. I don't think throwing yourself in a trash container is going to kill you at first, yeah. but uh, no one would find him. I think that was probably the most likely answer. What does Saul say? The simplest explanation is the the correct answer. Yeah,
2: yeah. So. Uh, one thing that I thought: What is the the sort of the medical the medical industry like in that part of the world that he yeah. doesn't feel like there's an alternative, like here in the United States? There are clinics, there are places that you can be anonymous at. There's, you know, mm-hmm. what, why is, is, are the hospitals that connected? Like how, how is it that he feels like there's absolutely no option?
1: Yeah, you're right. And another thing that's different about that part of the world is, you know, free speech laws are different. Yeah. So you, we saw during the protest outside of the Russian embassy that when the big group all got together, the police geared up and they mm. got ready. And even though they were all peacefully protesting, they got their riot gear out and started shooting off. You know, tear gas. Um, yeah. So it was another difference between the two that, that your statement just made me think of right mm-hmm. there. Um, so, this reminds on. you of uh, <laughs> <laughs> how lucky we are to live in the United I know, States. that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Okay, so uh, I do want to talk about Jonas. I, I yes. referenced him a bit. He makes a, a return. He's sort of a, white, a knight in shining armor character. He's very altruistic, he's great for carry. I wonder if he deserves better. And, um, Julian, you said one thing during the episode and after it <laughs> happened, I wrote down your quote here. Um, when, um, uh, Jonas sees Carrie again and he, you know, he when Jonas or Carrie asks Jonas to help him. And he says, why should I help you? And you said... You shouldn't. You shouldn't.
2: He <laughs> <You> shouldn't. <laughs> why? This... Okay, Carrie... This is the girl you love. I... Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. I don't love Carrie. I think But, but I'm I think she if has, you're Jonas. Okay, okay, okay. I don't love Carrie. Right. <laughs> I, I think... I'm sorry. Um, it's so funny, like... And I'll get to why I said that in a second. But, like, okay. it's so funny. Carrie is probably one of the only characters of, of a show that I really love. Like, central characters that I don't hate, but I don't necessarily love either. Like, I... Okay. Just, I, she wouldn't be someone that I'd be friends with. Let's just say that. Um, (laughs) the reason why I said that you shouldn't is because Carrie is all about Carrie. Right, Carrie does not care about anyone else, and it's she's she's a narcissist. I mean, I, I feel like she's a narcissist. That's my opinion. Uh, I'm not I'm not certified to diagnose that, but um, <laughs> it's your opinion. It's just my opinion. Sure. I think she's she's a, she's she's self centered. She's a narcissist who just who does not care about ramifications for anyone else. Mm-hmm. She really, in my opinion, doesn't really care about anybody else. It's certainly not Jonas. Well, when work comes up, I think that
1: takes her top priority. So I think in a sense, I will agree with you that she pushes everything else down when she has something that she wants to do that's work or conspiracy kind of related because that's her wheelhouse. Um, And it made me think,
2: is Carrie capable of being with anyone? I don't think so. I don't think she can be. Who, who would put up with that? Right. Who, in their right mind, right, would put up with someone like that? Well, Jonas is so far. I don't know that he. That'll be my prediction. Okay. Well, let's save that. <laughs> yeah, save, yeah. save that to the end,
1: to the predictions section of the show. Um, but I felt really bad for him. Here he is called in. This is the woman that you love that you've been with for. You know, it's been two years since the show. We don't know how long they've been together. but yeah. Presumably over a year, um, so they've been together for a long time. And she goes bat, you know what, crazy, yeah. um, out, running out in the forest. And the first time she reaches out to you is when, and this feeds your point, is when she needs him, when she needs to use him for something, yeah. which is his sister's medical expertise to help Quinn. Yeah. So it does feed the self-centeredness. Uh, of Carrie's purpose here that we've seen lately. Like, hello, uh, I'm your boyfriend yeah. and you haven't talked to me in days and I haven't seen you. I'm freaking out and I can't lose you. And I love that scene between the two when Carrie needs to go out and they have this hug and, and he looks at her and really, really strong portrayal by the actor there um, because you yeah. see it hurts him on so many levels yeah. that Carrie's sort of pushing him aside.
2: And it's it's interesting to me. I think Carrie, this is just... A far-fetched kind of theory uh, I think Carrie does feel badly she does she obviously is empathetic right we can see that on her face I mean nobody well s- sociopaths can cry and actually not feel any empathy but um, I, I truly believe that she's empathetic but because she holds work in such a high priority mm-hmm. she probably doesn't understand why no one else understands where she's coming from in that regard so I if we're talking just purely about w- how her mindset works, then mm-hmm. I can understand where she's coming from. But as a like a rational sort of human being that isn't crazy, right. <laughs> I don't get how you cannot... I don't get how you can compartmentalize that well. Well, this is the strength of the character, right? Yeah. So she can... She can do that. It seems so robotic. Are there people that exist like that? Probably, certainly. I'm sure. But I guess this is the first time that I've seen sort of the backstory of a person like that and, and sort of their relationships and how them being that way affects the people around them as well yeah i mean she tosses off ranny to the
1: united states yeah. as, as soon as she yeah. can and um she leaves uh, Jonas behind and doesn't think to call him once yeah. you know even in last week's episode we saw her presumably she's back on her meds now because she's yeah you know very so. very calm and and within her purpose you would think she would try and reach out to him though on the flip side of this I could see the argument where she says "All right, well the best way to protect him is to make him think that I'm dead and this was what Quinn was trying to say was you know to protect the people that you love you need to let them think that you're dead so that whoever is trying to kill her which we now know is, is Allison doesn't think that she is still alive and can get to her through her family and loved ones
2: do you disagree? I can see your point.
1: Okay. But you disagree? And why? You, can, you can have an opposite view. That's
2: fine. Um, I mean, I feel like I've said everything I need to say about Carrie. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Yeah. She's uh, she's quite the character. Yeah. Um,
2: I love that she's written that way, though. Yeah. Because it's, I just feel... Uh, their visceral reactions Exactly. That there, if so you didn't care it. about yeah.
1: her, you would just sit there and watch. Yeah. But we literally shout at the TV yeah, sometimes really uh, when Carrie makes a decision. So... Um, We also see, I want to talk about Laura Sutton real quick. Oh, yeah, we didn't get to her. We didn't get to her yet. Um, And then um, she's somebody who's. Loving being in the middle of all this protest. Yeah, I mean, you could just see the, the smug look on her face, um, and then her and Carrie have become uneasy allies here.
2: As, hap- as that that tends to happen with journalists, by the way. Just, what that you know they kind of enjoy that whole being in the middle, like sure. of everything and becoming part of the story. I don't know if they're becoming part of this. I'm sure they would like to be a part of the story, <laughs> but because of journalistic ethics, they 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 sort of are removed from it. But, yeah, they love being in the middle of it. They love it.
1: Well, and like you were saying, Carrie doesn't have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. And we see her struggle with two two other female characters in this episode. We see her with Astrid, mm-hmm. which is a really funny scene of yeah. them in the car. Yeah. You were laughing, I was <laughs> laughing during the scene. Like There's a tension between them. There's probably, it's a
2: beautiful tension, though. It's a beautiful tension. A <laughs>
1: funny, really well-written, really well-acted and paced out and directed. It was a really good start to the show because yeah. they're accomplishing a pop plot point, but in a Funny way, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kind of hate you. Well, yeah. I kind of hate you too. Uh, yeah, and then there's the Quinn angle too. Which, right, right, um, right. We don't even know if Astrid knows that Carrie and and Quinn have had a thing as well.
2: I I wouldn't recommend that Carrie reveal that right. <laughs> if, <laughs> if she's if she trying wants, to try to get something yeah, out of her. Um, yeah, it, it was a it was a great scene. I, I probably one of my favorites actually.
1: And I really like Astrid yeah. too. Uh, yeah, we we haven't talked about her a whole lot, but she's. Something about the way that the actress plays her that feels so honest mm-hmm. and real. And that scene where um, she's at her computer desk and her boss comes over. I mean, there, She doesn't say a whole lot. And it is, you know, subtitled. Um, it's not in English. So we don't actually hear the words, you know, the way that she's saying it. But I felt her like fear and trepidation, yeah. and oh my god, my boss is here and he's looking at me. You yeah, know, all, all of that, the, those great, wonderful, subtle emotions
2: in between the lines. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You summed it all up in two <laughs> seconds. That my long-winded way of saying it. <laughs> that yeah, the way that she reacts, what well, you know, while the action is happening, is much really
2: more, cool. it's more much more indicative of her of what she's feeling than yeah than her acting. Right. Uh, yeah. That, that's there's so many this show is so good <laughs> yeah. yeah I love this it really show is. yeah just all on all angles like there's because you can have really great uh, a really great script and then just a, s- subtle changes or subtle you know very very minute decisions that an actor makes make all the difference in the yeah. world in the portrayal of whatever story that actor or that writer is trying to tell
1: yeah Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? Any
2: topics? Pretty action-packed episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Well, you know, know
1: it wasn't really action-packed in in terms of like physical action. Uh, It was more like we're catching up. It was very tense. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. And because last episode and on a lot of the episodes this season, we've seen action. Yeah. You know, things blowing up, people, (laughs) people dying. Yeah. um, And this was sort of a catch-up episode to get all the pieces in place.
2: Yeah. Almost a bridge. I feel like yeah. more so than the last episode and the episode before that. This was definitely a bridged episode. And mm-hmm. a- oftentimes when I call them bridge episode, I don't know if that's a thing, but it felt like it was a bridge to something else. Cause it, it is as we've seen in some of the upcoming scenes for, for next uh, week, which again, we won't reveal. <laughs> um, but my point, what I'm trying to say is with these types of episodes mm-hmm. that, that kind of bridge narratives, um, it's really easy for them to kind of be sort of corny in a way that you're just kind of waiting to see what the end the ending of the episode is going to be like mm-hmm. but the the tension was all throughout from very beginning true. to end in subtle ways and in very overt ways too it, it was beautiful beautiful episode
1: beautiful episode all right final topic let's talk about Newman and his follow up on Korsnick's death yeah. I was saying it wrong last week. I was saying Kosnik. It's Korsnick, um, who was the um, other hacker who tried to sell the files to Yvonne, who killed him when they had a backup. So um, I felt for Newman because he posts this anonymous online video um, just full of righteous indignation mm-hmm. and anger in trying to um, avenge the death of his friend. Um, Do you think that was the smartest move for him to post online about that?
2: Was it smart? Yeah. I I guess it would depend on what he was trying to do. Because I guess, yeah, he was trying to avenge... If he's trying to avenge his death, I mean, that's not... What is that going to accomplish except... Well, he Maybe wants just justice for his a friend. little bit of a ruckus?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it caused a big ruckus, obviously. He posted, and it reminded me of those anonymous videos yeah. that uh, get posted from time to time. And, uh, the guy with the, um, what's that mask? Uh, what am I trying to think of? Uh, the
2: scream mask? No. Yeah,
1: not, it's like v- the scream mask. V for Vendetta. I, v for v- v- Vendetta. Yeah, that's, that's what, it. Yeah, the V for Vendetta mask. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. So, um, that, it reminded me a lot of that. And, um, he created. Thanks, Jonathan, by the way.
2: He, he created
1: a, um, <laughs> a atmosphere around the embassy that Mm -hmm. was going to really cause some problems for some public officials there. So um, I think that there's going to be a lot coming his way that's going to be negative now because someone's going to track down where this footage was because we know where the footage was. It was in that club, in that sex club where he hooked up with two prostitutes. Mm -hmm. So now there's going to be even more pressure coming his
2: way.
1: It's going to be a scary time. It was definitely
2: a knee jerk reaction. And I I guess it wasn't smart. Because no. there, there's too many interconnected pieces, people can connect the dots rather easily. And he actually made a point right before they started recording the video to put up a blank sheet, uh, a sheet yep. behind him, so there were no identifying marks uh, mm-hmm. in his environments. Mm-hmm. There was probably a really close up shot. I mean, it looked like a pretty close up shot. Right. Um, and yeah, he, he. It's it's interesting to me that that was what he had the foresight. To do a little pre-production, <laughs> right? But not enough to know that the fact that he's producing this video at all will lead to people connecting it back to him or to the to the club. Mm-hmm. It just it's it seemed odd to me. He it was a very emotional reaction.
1: Yeah, it was. But he's he's mad. Yeah, his his buddy and his girlfriend got murdered, and. He I, just thought, want, I just thought
2: he would be smarter than that
1: i guess. I, I think you're exactly right and mm-hmm. that's why i asked you the question mm-hmm. because i think there's other ways that he could have gone about handling it um, but i think he wanted to clear his friend's name apparently from what we learned in the episode that the narrative out there is that korsnick killed his girlfriend and mm-hmm. now he's missing or you know or isn't around anymore so he posted online to in the you know Dark world of the internet where you can't be traced, right. hopefully, uh, for Newman. The deep web, probably. The deep web, yeah. Um, you know, in a way to help his friend out in, from beyond the grave in clearing his name and his reputation. Yeah. So I can understand his point of view, but again, like I was saying before, I think he's going to have some real pressure come on him now. And it's, and it's we've seen with the Russian officials, with Ivan, what they're capable of. And I think there's going to be uh, some, some bad things coming his way.
2: Oh, definitely. There's no way. There, there's no way that action can't ha- cause a reaction yeah. so, directly to him. I I just have one question. Sure. What, if anybody knows, can you please comment uh, below or, or let us know on social media? What was the name of the girl that he was with, and wh- what what was she, what does she have to do with any of this? I wonder.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, just she knew Boris.
2: She just Who knew was coming him. In. Okay.
1: Yeah. That, I, that's what, what I think they, it is. If it's something deeper, of course, please comment. I also wanted to know what the um, the piece of gum
2: meant. Oh, yeah.
1: <clears throat> the, uh, the piece of blackjack.
2: Blackjack, that yeah. That Saul
1: found underneath his hotel room door.
2: Adam's blackjack gum.
1: My only thought was that it was something from their past. That, some
2: inside joke or something. Yeah, some code. Some that, code, yeah.
1: That they knew about. <clears throat> excuse me. Um. That triggered a set of reactions where Saul could go downstairs and meet
2: with Carrie, which is their meetup.
1: But if it's something more specific yeah. than that, please let us know.
2: It's so funny. That it, I know you have to move on very quickly, but it's just so yeah. funny what this show does to, to us loyal, loyal viewers. Like yeah. We just become the conspiracy theorists. Right. And we're like, no, the gum means something. Exactly. It's explosive gum. Exactly. I know it. I've seen it. <laughs> we haven't seen anything. Cool.
1: So let us know what you think about that. And let's move into our final segment of the show, which is Predictions.
2: I always love this light show. It's, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> it's perfect for Halloween yes. too what we just went through. So speaking of that, I will go first just because we're already on this uh this topic. I think Newman's going to die. I think he's going to be killed by Russian operatives.
2: I I agree. I can't see how that couldn't happen.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: <laughs> I, yeah,
1: you couldn't see how that couldn't happen. I couldn't That's see funny. how that couldn't happen. It, yeah. No, it just
2: it's it, it, just there's so many things that connect him like any rationally like relatively intelligent person can connect the dots I think yeah who's in that who's in that world right you know who's like fraternizing with those in those circles they already got one of the hackers yeah
1: Um, Newman is a loose end who's someone who still knows about the doc the documents right uh the yvonne has the the documents now um so the only other person who has true access to it would be newman um they have the footage now so they they're going to figure out where it was taken and they're going to go to that sex club and they're going to rip all of that equipment out of there i'm betting or or destroy it and then they're going to find newman and they're going to take him out
2: That's my prediction. Solid prediction. Thank you. What's yours? My prediction I kind of alluded to earlier in this episode, uh, Jonas is going to break up with Carrie. I think he's just going to have, he's going to be fed up. And I don't know how many episodes he's in this season, Uh, if he's in next season at all. uh, I think Jonas will probably get to his saturation point with Carrie and say enough is enough. We're already seeing sort of cracks in, in his, in his, uh, tolerance for all of the bullshit that he's being put through. Because yeah. that's essentially what it is. I mean, yeah. it's complete... It's com- it's completely ridiculous. I thought it was coming this week. Really? Oh,
1: yeah. You could okay. see it on his face, and I thought he was at the point where he was going to say, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not helping you anymore. Well, he did say he that did during the episode, so that. I thought that was him breaking up with her, but he she stays around to... bring <laughs> him back in. She brings him back in, and I think... Yeah, I, I do agree with you. I think No rational human being can stick around that long with this type of person who Carrie is really pushing him away constantly. I need to go do this. I need
2: to do my thing, and I don't really care what you're going to say about it because I'm going to go do it. Well, because now she's involving his sister who has nothing to do with this at all, probably has no idea that this kind of thing happens in the world, you right. know? I'm sure, I mean, she's she's a doctor, so she's pretty smart, so I'm mm-hmm. sure she does, but I, I, that that her brother is involved in any in any of this, that's probably going to blow her mind, or yeah. that would have blown her mind if he had actually involved her in this. So that's right. I think, you know, the, uh, th- that was actually what I thought was indicative of the end for, for Carrie and Jonas, uh, him refusing to involve his sister. Great point.
1: Yeah. Great point, because to Carrie, in Carrie's mind, it's just well he, she's an asset yeah, yeah she's an asset and she can help my friend and that's yeah. it great point well yeah. we're going to look forward to seeing how the, our predictions come to pass if they're true or false you guys can make your own for us use that hashtag ABTVHomeland he is Julian Dujeric <laughs> let's wrap it up Julian, where can the people find you on social media?
2: I am available across the board (laughs) on all social media at Julian Dujeric.
1: And I am Frank Majorana. You guys can find me on Twitter at Let's Go Frank M. Thank you all so much for listening this week. Um, We appreciate you guys writing in your comments. Go out there, have a blessed week, and we'll see you back soon. Take care.